Hi, we're Gemma and Alice and we are not your typical mums. Join us as we continue to build a supportive, empowering community of fellow working mums. Showing you the reality behind the Insta life. Hopefully we'll be having engaging and relatable conversations from how to maintain a work-life balance, relationships and keeping your family above everything else. The goal? To show you that everyone can have it all, just don't expect things to be perfect. Welcome back to Not Your Typical Mums podcast. And uh, obviously, Gemma's here. I'm here. And Hello. Uh, you are very appropriately dressed in red this morning, Gemma. Thank you. I themed it. I actually matched the uh, hanging up sign. I did and, that really well. And your, uh, and your nails. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, which is very nice. apt because we're going to start today talking about Valentine's Day. Oh, we're so romantic. We're really not. But oh, lovely. What? So that's <laughs> because we're married. Well, both, obviously, we're not married to each other, but we're both married. Um, <laughs> Just to clarify. <laughs> Just in case anybody was confused. There. Nothing wrong um, if we were, though. We'd be an awesome couple. Just putting that out there. We would. You'd be. Well, I don't think you could cope with my laziness. No, you would do my head in, actually. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> Divorce waiting to happen. Yeah. Um, is the fact that once you're married, like what, like Valentine's Day... When you were a kid, it, it felt like more sort of like, I don't know, you've got a crush on somebody and do you let them know and stuff like that. Whereas Valentine's yes. Day when you're married. Yeah, it hasn't got the same kind of feeling, has it? It's different. I mean, But then even we were just saying before this, you've got a little anecdote in a minute, which actually I think you should say. Um, but it's different. It's different when you're younger. When you're little children, it's cute little parcels and notes and things. You pass them around the screen. You're like, oh, are they going to hold my hand? It's really, really adorable. And then when you get a little bit older, then it becomes kind of like the whole butterflies. Oh, God, do they want to date me? And it's all about gifts and, I don't know, roses and all those kind of, I would say, novelty items. Whereas when you get then older towards our ages, it's, it's just not the same, you know. But then I'm trying to think of new things. I go through kind of more... Um, acts of service is what I always put kind of you know like cooking a nice dinner or doing something that we can enjoy together and then including the boys like this year I've got a little kind of heart chocolate to give each of the boys and um, a card so they feel they've got something for mummy but then also then hubby me you know we have maybe just I like, get him his favorite drink or I do something like that I will say as well as the caveat and as well as I actually forget Valentine's year every year and I forget to get my husband a present every single year and I have done for the last um, 10 years it's been impressive and I do it on the day and I pretend that it's not been forgotten but he knows it has it's really <laughs> awkward because I rush to Tesco's on the day going what can I find it's always really embarrassing um so yeah but this year I'm very mindful although I still haven't ordered it so I need to go with it. I am going to order him something and I was thinking maybe like a little bracelet a little cute bracelet and it's one of those ones that has a little picture you can get um a picture kind of inset into it like a magnifying thing and then when you go up close it goes in your face you know like you can see it it's quite sweet because i'm trying to up my game but, again I mean, that's impressive i think well i think generally i probably go as far as possibly a packet of love heart sweets maybe <laughs> oh, i mean i'm trying to think i think yeah, I think the first Valentine's I was together with my now husband, um, mm -hmm. I did buy him a present. But I, yeah, I don't think, I well, see now I can't remember. I can't remember. Oh, I do God, it was that long ago. No, I do buy him a card. But um, in fact, he's just almost found his Valentine's card because I managed <laughs> to leave it in the communal shopping bag. So <gasps> Alice. Very romantic, isn't it? Um but yeah, so when I first met him, uh, we would joke about the fact that I had a black hole for a heart. Um, because why, why not? And uh, then the first year we, two, we got together in the March, so it would be the following Valentine's. Mm -hmm. 
I was in Germany actually working on Valentine's Day, but I found this kind of wooden heart that was painted white. And it's all like that. So I bought that and I said to him, you know, because I now no longer have a black hole for a heart. But I think since then it's probably been a packet of M&Ms and some love. Wow. Um, you, make, you make me look good. Well done. Yeah. No, no, I think that's a really big effort. I think, you know, um, yeah. we, we get each other cards. I think, I think he buys me flowers, I think. Um, <laughs> They're really impressive because it stays in there. Yes, yeah. hubby always gets me flowers, some kind, well, a, a card that he's made at Moonpig, which I have attempted to do for a few years and I still don't understand. I get very angry with that app and I <laughs> try to upload photos and then it doesn't upload right and I've got to write a message and then hold on, there's a back page and then, <gasps> like, so I, I didn't know, not doing that anymore. I've refused now. But he always gets me a lovely card writes nice words in it because he's not a romantic everyday guy he does it he saves it for a couple times a year saves it up um and then flowers and maybe oh last year he actually got me lots of free from food because can't eat anything um so he did remember he got me flowers and then he got me i think it was free from chris remember the pringles and the things i liked so which is actually bad because i'm hoping he doesn't do it this year as i'm trying to be really good and not eat those foods so i have to then eat them and it I eat them quickly. Thoughtful. It is thoughtful, though, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, see, yeah, I, yeah, no, I absolutely. Think, I yes. think Valentine's in your house is obviously much better than in my house. <laughs> and, um... Chris, up your game, okay? Up well, your no, game. I think, I think he's, I mean, he does lots of stuff anyway. Exactly. He's it's like an everyday good. kind of guy. He yes, is. he yeah. is. I mean, and he'll always, be, he does get me cards and it always says, well, like, wow. Why wife it used to say and stuff like that mm. um but yeah i don't think we've ever done big gifts i can't really remember to be honest um and obviously yeah. this day was uh only last year um <laughs> so but i do remember being so so you see i went to all girls school yeah so the whole like being a teenager valentine's day thing, mm. i remember well, yeah, because there were no boys that were going to yeah. suddenly, you know, turn up and be like, it will be my Valentine. But I do remember one year, me and a friend, because we knew, I think we must have been like 14, 15, and there were going to be quite a lot of girls in the class who who had sort of boyfriends. And so would probably be all kind of like, oh, I got Valentine's cards. So we sent each other Valentine's cards. So that we ah, had, okay. Oh, I yes, yeah, I've got one. I don't know who it's yeah. got. Um, That's nice. Yeah. Which now I think back on that and the fact that that felt like quite a sort of like, yeah. oh my God, if I don't get a Valentine's card. Um, yeah, so, you know. I just think, we, I think my main thing is we need to educate and it's taking years. You think, what, nearly seven, no, nearly 18 years being with Terry that I've had to educate him. I don't want the crummy teddy with the little, I love you on it. Like, do you know what I mean? Because that was a lot of the things in those early years of dating. I would get that and... I mean, it was just, it was fails. It was like a little key room with like, a, I mean, it's not me. I don't want those kind of commercialised crappy things. Oh, I said that word, hope it's okay. Um, and yeah, it took a long time, even for Mother's Day, to kind of whittle that yes. nonsense out. Like, don't do it. Don't give me a plant either. He learned that one because I will kill it. Flowers okay, but a yeah, plant. You're good at plants, are you? I'm not good at um, plants. Outside, because obviously nature's watering it outside a plant's okay but internally in the house for some reason i think it should just survive on its own how dare yeah. it need water so that doesn't work for me um but it's also yeah no i do remember at school and it was very much like first boyfriends like holding hands and being like oh he's holding my hand ha 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 you know it's just really really funny to think back to that whereas now and actually that's a good point we've got someone at work who's so sweet but he's younger than us 
and he's been telling you all week about his plans of Valentine's for his partner. He was looking at a table, a wonderful a coat, lovely restaurant, and he's getting some like beautiful roses delivered and all these things. And I'm in my head, and I remember saying to another colleague, I was like, it's absolutely beautiful, but it's disgusting as well. It's young love. How disgusting. That's so sweet. <laughs> you it's see, so I'm, sweet. I'm not sure that... I don't think I've ever had it. I don't think so. So I do have, and we were talking about this before. Mm. So I, I can't think when I was. I think I might have been about twenty-three, so very young. Okay, you need to work on your memory. Seriously, you're yeah. not that old. I know. And um, anyway, I was. I'd been seeing this guy a little bit, and so he did make a beer. He was like, "Right, where are we going on Valentine's yeah. Day?" And we'll book a place. And he was like, "You know," and I would. I yeah, I was like, "Oh." nice because I'd never had a boyfriend make that kind of effort before although he wasn't my boyfriend anyway we were all booked to go out it was all very romantic and then the night before um I went out with a mate and uh met a guy who was actually the flatmate of her boyfriend and uh sort of was instantly sort of blown away by him I, I was just kind of like wow I really really liked him and so anyway and nothing happened I just was like I really you know he's, I fancy him and then the next night I go out for dinner with mm. said guy I'm seeing and totally not into him at all anymore because really I just had had my head turned yes yeah, yeah, and yeah. he was being all really romantic and everywhere in the restaurant was couples kind of like hiding behind menus oh my gosh and yeah. I was finding it really quite nauseating and I made the point I was like oh god it's so like commercialized and oh valentine's day it was being really really anti-valentine's day at which point he did say to me so why did you agree to come out with me tonight on valentine's day if you hate it so much um I don't actually think I have much of an answer for him. I was just about to say the poor man. So what? Then I know, I know. And at the time, I think I was really just kind of like, oh well, you know. Mm. And now I sort of look back and I think, God, why didn't I just cancel? Like, why didn't I just come up with some spurious reason why I couldn't go out this day? Um, and yeah, clearly, I think the day after that, I just sort of said, look, I don't think I, I don't think I want to be in a relationship right now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, I think I got the message. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think yeah. So I think there there was a romantic gesture there, but yeah. I totally and utterly uh, wasn't interested because I suddenly decided I'd rather be with somebody else. Yeah. Uh, which and I've never like that. That was sort of very much not like me. But yeah, I do wonder why I went on the date in the first place. So I love that. So you're making you actually reminded me though because I had a similar thing. I can't remember if it was on. I said about your not remembering. I can't remember either. I can't remember if it's Valentine's Day or just for my birthday. Which actually I should say my birthday is the day before Valentine's Day. It was my birthday. It was the day before Valentine's Day because he got he took me out shopping to get me um, gifts. This was an ex boyfriend, um, and it was short lived. It was short lived, but he was so over the top keen. And I'm not good with kind of in your face, you know, I'm a very kind of sick yeah. back person. And it was so in your face. Um, and he took me shopping. I was like, oh, what should I buy? What should I get you? Do you want this? Do you want that? And it was all kind of like being sport, which I know some people will say that's lovely. But for me, I was like, this is just like overkill. We've been together like two weeks. I mean, it was literally that fresh. Um, and then I do remember 
I think it was that evening we went out and then again one of his see this is awful missing this one of his friends was there and I ended up liking his friend more and then you can imagine how that all developed and so that one got dumped and I went with the, oh it was all awful but again why didn't I just say something why didn't I just say actually you're doing my head in you're really sweet but not for me you're way too much actually I prefer the more elusive person that's not so in your face it's funny isn't it we don't looking back we just don't say those things as no, teenagers in because... 20s yeah, I think because my thing, like with this guy who took me out on balance, like mm -hmm. I didn't want to hurt his feelings. Yes. And, yeah. and I had I had quite liked him. And mm -hmm. then I, I met this guy. And so it was just, and that was totally sort of, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, in my own defense on that, I think on this disastrous Valentine's meal, we did go halves. So he didn't actually. Okay. okay. In fact, on our first date, he'd said he wanted to take me out for dinner. Right. He'd booked this actually quite a, a much more romantic restaurant than when we'd gone on Valentine's Day. Um, and it was really nice. And he'd instigated the whole thing. Yeah. And then um, when the bill came, it was kind of like, just, you know, so we'll go halves on this, which mm. I was quite surprised by. I mean, nobody had lots of money back then. We, no. But he was actually, he was, I think he was a lawyer. And okay. so he and I worked in a shop. So, you know. Slightly. Yes. And... Um, yeah, and not that I was expecting him to pay, but I think I'd been slightly surprised by some of his unromanticness, if you see what I mean. And then, yes, yeah, yeah. So it was clearly doomed from the start, and um, <laughs> yeah, I should just have had an excuse for not going out on Valentine's yeah. Day rather yeah. than making it hugely uncomfortable for all of us. Um, Probably but, in hindsight, but this is the wisdom you see of getting older. We learn these things. I've learned I'm extremely picky and opinionated, and I need to just basically, if I don't like something now, I will just say, no, thank you. Um, but that's what I didn't have back then. Didn't have yeah. the confidence to say, yeah, not for me. You're you're really annoying, but it's so sweet, but not for me. Like, you know, it's just, we mature, don't we? And we learn, yeah. we learn. Yeah. And now we're all married old spinsters with men who just, you know, <laughs> get one gift a year. <laughs> I mean, it's fair enough. So much better, though. So much better. And actually, I had not really thought about the fact it was Valentine's Day, um, mm -hmm. apart from the fact that I was remembering it was your birthday next week. Yeah, um, more important. Not, Sorry, Chris. Not, well, it is next week, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. And, um, oh, and yes. the fact that, uh, because it's half term coming up, and my mum is having my daughter on Valentine's Day, and they were, my mum was like, oh, she can be my Valentine's Day. Oh, no, romantic. I forgot Valentine's Day. What day of the week is Valentine's Day? It's a Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. Okay, because I'm actually very notorious in forgetting when the half terms are, or school holidays. That is true, okay. True. <laughs> and I, I did again, and I had to check on Friday with the team at work, and they're like, it's like literally around the corner type thing and I was like huh what I'm so what um so yes I have been rather bad because I don't book childcare I forget and then I go very last minute I obviously asked my dad very kindly to have the boys or my mom um yeah which is quite entertaining I'm just awful basically but that leads us into the next topic of we how on earth we juggle how do we juggle work half-term kids life and keep sane maybe I don't know keep well sane. keep sane I mean, do we keep saying? Well, you <laughs> think that's not. the difference, isn't it? So for me, as soon as like January comes around, mm. I've got my year calendar, and right. I put all of the school holidays in there. Yeah, all of the inset days. Like, I'm always really frustrated when they don't release all the school holidays. Yes, yeah, they do sporadic ones, yeah. far enough in advance. And I plot it all out, and then we'll spend at least two weeks looking at my annual leave entitlement <laughs> and <laughs> the number of days of school holidays and being <laughs> 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 Um And yeah, 
and and I try and plan it out, although it never quite works, obviously, mm. because there aren't enough days, even though I only work three days a week. Um, whereas you are more of a wing it in the minute. What? <laughs> <laughs> what an amazing way to say, yes, yes, I am. Yes. But you see, I do do that. I do write everything in my diary. I don't have a calendar. I write everything in my diary um, for the whole year. And I even insert it in my kind of online calendar so it goes on my phone. But the difference is that I that's it. It, it then stops. There's no more. Yeah. There's no more thought. Um, it's probably a bit different because obviously I have a teenager as well. So I have a nearly 17-year-old. Yeah. So he is my childminder then unofficially for then the nearly 10-year-old. So it, it's yeah. a little easier and has become easier. It used to be harder. Mondays I tend to know because my parents are off work. So I tend to know, right, okay, Mondays potentially, especially during the summer holidays, but to break that up. Um, they yeah they would have them I do try to book some holiday off but because like for example this year we're going on really big holidays um, yeah I mean July so some of it will be a couple of weeks of summer will be sorted because we'll be out of the country yeah. and then the rest of my holiday though I need to save for going to Australia so actually there is going to be a lot of time when the boys are on their own this year or luckily we can work a little bit of the time from home so maybe I'll do a few days from home but so yeah I mean I just, I don't have a good memory. I don't. So even if I had a diary or like a wall calendar with it in front of me, I don't think I'd look at it. I don't look at when the bills are going to be paid. I have it all written down. Yes, and, I'm trying, and I am very good in one way, but I like I leave it all week. And then on a Saturday, I think, oh, should have done that. And start swinging money to the swimming teacher or to this. I'm a yeah. bit of a notorious. They kind of know to not expect me to pay on the day that I meant to. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't mean to. <laughs> I have most of those sort of on a direct debit, I think, so they just sort of happen. But I think yeah, but I don't it. know whether it's just for me. When I first started working, like when I first went back to work mm. when May was little and she was at nursery and I worked, um, well, obviously when she was at nursery, it wasn't a big issue. But when she was at, when she started school, so I finished work at like half past two. Mm -hmm. And in fact, that job that I had, we were really quiet always through the summer so I could take quite a lot of time off. Yeah. And I could, I had accrued quite a lot. I used to accrue quite a lot of overtime and stuff. So I did sort of work it out. But I did find that first, like when she first started school, that sort of thinking, oh my God, how do I cover six weeks? Partly mm -hmm. as well, I was like, how do I use a child for six weeks? And then yeah. about a year later, COVID happened and, you know, she was at home for six months. And then, yeah, exactly. And now school holidays feel like a total breeze, to be honest. Yes. It's like, oh yeah, I can amuse this child. Um, but it is that I think because May, because May doesn't have any siblings as well, mm -hmm. so it's it's a bit of a kind of a try and think, yeah, that's right, harder. We need to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Um, but it is always, and it's probably the same in your house. I mm -hmm. think it's always me that knows when school holiday. Well, obviously, actually, oh, you, of you course, know when school holidays are. No, I don't. But I know more than Terry would. To be her yeah. Reese knows. So my seventeen-year-old, nearly seventeen, he tells me. He's like, yeah. oh, mum, there's no school next week. Is there not? Fabulous. Thank you for the heads up. Like, he's the one that tells me stuff. Um, Terry has no idea, has no clue. I'm the one that would then think, oh, so I need to book childcare. Yeah. To be fair, I mean, we don't have a lot of his family around to help, so it's more my family anyway, but it's just I'm definitely the one that does all that, which is everything, you know, bills. I do, I do everything. I do all the bills. I book the holidays. I do it all. He just... He's caveman. I married a caveman. Okay, <laughs> I married a caveman. That's always what I've said. He's just not designed to think about those things. He just needs his meat and potatoes and goes to work, and he's good. I love that. <laughs> that summarizes my husband. Amazing. 
<laughs> you see, but I, yeah, I mean, I do all the, yeah, I sort the bills, mm. sort the childcare, sort the holidays, do that. Chris does do other things, though. Yes, yeah. He's less but, caveman, yeah. yeah. But I don't know, but yeah, it's weird with the, but the, the childcare thing. So, for example, I've got this real annoyance um, at the moment with our school in the fact that every single inset day is a Friday. Oh, okay. Oh, that's difficult because that's Tractor. your day at work. If it, if it was a Monday, it'd be so perfect. If it was Monday, for me, yeah. it would be absolutely perfect. But also, for me, inset days are supposed to be... Uh, uh, my understanding of an inset day is it's like a training day. Yeah. But making every single one of them a Friday gives mm. the impression that it's just a long weekend. Um, well, and I can tell you now, because I used to work at a school, the inset days, yes, the, for example, teaching assistants don't go in mostly um not all the staff goes in so it might be meant to be a training day for some people but not particularly it's just another day for planning and they have to have they have a quota i believe this you know i think this is correct they have a quota they have to have over the year of inset days they decide where to place them they usually put them onto one of the bigger holidays like summer and things but no it's really just another day off let's be honest yeah well ours are all i think it's a lie if any teacher says they spend every single inset day planning and doing stuff and all yeah no 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 you don't like I mean, even the summer holidays, no, you don't. I I totally get that they have to have it, but it's just yeah. yeah. Ours, this year, everything is the Friday before mm. half term, so mm-hmm. it's another day to think about. And then our school have also started doing that at the end of a full term. Yeah, it's a half day. Ah, which so I know got, lots yeah. of secondary schools do. Secondary, yes. But then in general, secondary school kids could you know by that point they're sort of probably walking themselves home and mm-hmm. being at home for like an hour or whatever it's yes not the end of the world but you know junior school well there we go that's another half day i need to take off work or yes you see that would take off that work. would really mess i think quite a lot well no it wouldn't actually it's a lie i go to the smallest village school possible um and no they never do that and if they did introduce it it would mess a couple of us parents up but most of the parents actually are stay-at-home mums which is nothing yeah. wrong with it but it always that then frustrates me when my school has started doing a lot of these sports days you know the ones I've been moaning about because they might do a sports day or and these aren't just your generic once a year sports days these are going to other schools to kind of compete mass competitions um I don't know it was what's the other week a stem session which are all amazing things but it's the fact that our school because it's so small yeah, then the expectation to... is that we have to drive them yeah. and I work full-time so what am I meant to do and then it was the response was well if you don't want your child to take part they can just sit at the school and basically there'll be nothing for them to do they go join reception because it's only like 10 children in the year in each year group but it's just like you know that kind of expectation again of how I'm meant to juggle my work so fine, I'm not going to make my, you know, son sacrifice or anything. So if he really wants to go, then I'll make a way. But it means I have to then either take holiday or take time off. And then I have to owe work time. You know, it's always on me to do. And again, never the husband to do because it's always my work that has to be, even though I'm technically the breadwinner and earn the most and everything else, I have to, for some reason, adapt to my day. flexible, your work though, isn't it? It and is. I-, I know, which it is. I think it's just the annoyance that it's always me and it's annoyance at the school because it's that expectation that, oh, you're a mum, you can, you'll be at home, you can come pick up the child whenever we need you to and do this, that and the other. Which like, no, is- actually work. Which is a really weird thing in this day and age because we have, yeah. I mean, not quite as extreme at your school, but we do have sort of quite last minute things sometimes with our mm. school of sort of suddenly like, it's not so much pick them up at this time, but, you know, create a, I don't know, some project out of nothing mm. or you know clothing or, or whatever and yeah I mean I I did grow up in majority of the time my mum 
did stay at home she was a homemaker um she did work sometimes but in schools so it didn't necessarily affect our lives if you see Mm -hmm. but yeah i find it really strange that in this day and age where you do have the majority of families with two working parents yeah that schools don't adapt slightly to that Mm. like your school in particular with the sort of expecting you to be able to be free yes. to drive them around and stuff like that it's like but but you know most people don't have yeah. a type of job where you can suddenly say oh i'm gonna nip out for a couple of hours today yes and it usually is last minute again like on a wednesday they'll tell us that this friday we want the yeah. kids to go to this thing which is like half an hour 45 minutes away at a fancy private school oh you might as well stay of course so i need the whole afternoon off then fantastic and i will say though as has changed a lot with the head teacher and i was chatting to one of the dads at school yesterday about it and it's a definite our old head teacher, can't even say it, our old head teacher, he was fantastic. He understood parents. He is a parent himself. He just got it. He got what it was like. He wouldn't spring stuff. If he did, he would then say, don't worry, I'm going to organise a minibus. Like he was just, he was just really clever. Or he made sure, as always, the TAs and teachers had to be DBS checked anyway. He would then say, are you happy for your child to go in the car with this person? Like he was just very good at that. Whereas the new head teacher that we've got at the moment, who I can't figure out if she's our permanent or temporary because we've had about four temporaries, so I can't keep up. We don't really gel well so much of us uh, with her. She's just a bit more of a kind of iron rod, mm. not so lenient. I think she thinks she's bringing in some good rules, but actually she's making it harder. And that whole approach of like the old head teacher would have been very much kind of like, oh, there's a problem. Okay, don't worry, we'll fix this. Da, da, da. She's like, well, tough, tough. Then your child misses out, doesn't it? And it's like, well, mm, I don't think you can have that approach with children, families. We're all individual. We're all busy working lives. We're all trying to do our best. Like, I don't think you can have that approach. And then that child then what suffers because the parent works full time. Like, it's that kind of, it's the tone that comes across, which is just disappointing. That's a tricky thing, isn't it? Because I think mm. most of us don't want our children to have to miss out on stuff. No. Um, and that's where the idea of of that sort of juggle I yeah that's what I struggle with mm. I suppose I didn't have to miss out on anything because my mum you know she was always at home mm. for school holidays there was never I I don't have a kind of example of somebody yeah. sort of looking at okay well if we do this week this way and blah, 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 yeah. it doesn't I don't know mm. yeah it freaks me out every holiday of kind of like what are we going to do how are we going to manage this yes um yeah and then I have stupid, like, then this half term coming up, I'd booked mm. off X amount of time. Um, and then actually, suddenly, then things changed because my stepdaughter will be here. So then my husband's yeah. off. And then actually, May's been invited on a play date. So in fact, I probably don't need. So in fact, I, it's then that switched around kind of like, oh, I need to take about three days holiday. So now it's probably, oh, only half a day, which is really yes. nice. It's yeah. great. But it's that whole sort of, I don't know. Yeah, I get freaked out every holiday and then it all works out. So really, I think my own lesson in this is I need to get out. Uh, (laughs) My lesson is I've survived this long winging it and I'm absolutely fine. I'm going to continue to wing it. I think I'm going to be, I'm going to adopt this. Wing it. It's fine. Plus also, I I did, yeah, the same as you growing up. Like I grew up with a mum who was around kind of primary school, always there. So I never had to worry. But secondary, we were on our own and, you know, she was, Work, back working full-time which is absolutely fine but then we also like you're saying it was that bit easier and I think that's what you'll yeah. find when May goes to secondary school it was we got the bus home we had to let ourselves in if I forgot to have my key with me which did sometimes happen then it was you know sitting on the doorstep for two hours that was upsetting um or you know just occupying yourself during the holidays and stuff so it was easier but, yeah. but then, then I do remember her always you know we never really missed out on a thing either 
she would it was always juggling between the two of them and like what well, either money wise or time wise will make it work and I think that's the thing isn't it we we'll always make it work to our best of our abilities some things they can't go on and that's not going to be detriment to them the schools are just going to have to deal with it and yeah winging it is the way forward I think okay I should <laughs> I should try and a bit more of a wing it attitude I'm winging it just wing it it's fine everything will be fine it's I mean I should already cool. feel myself getting tense about that like, uh, <laughs> you're, like, looking oh, at you, you're like what do you mean there's no structure <laughs> I'm already planning Christmas calm down Alice calm down <laughs> oh my goodness right we're moving on because this week I think I haven't got a whinge I've only got a win but then you've got a whinge so do we want to do whinge first or wind first I mean, I feel we should finish on a positive note. So maybe okay, so do your whinging first. Well, Go on. And I don't know that it's much of it. It's not like an external whinge. I just want to yeah. put it out there. It's just that last Saturday, after we'd done podcast, and uh, May is at drama on a Saturday, so I had a few hours and miraculously didn't have a humongous amount to do. And I thought, do you know what? I was going to make a cake because everybody in the house likes lemon drizzle cake. Um, and I thought, I'm going to make a cake, but I can't eat lemon drizzle cake because I don't make it gluten-free and i will give you my recipe by the way because you need to sort it out what i wanted was to prepare some lunches for work so i thought i'm gonna make myself carrot and parsnip soup which is about the mm -hmm. only soup i have and i normally do it in a speedy kind of after work sort of throw things in i know i'm gonna take loads of time doing this it's gonna be so delicious very long story short two hours of making carrot and parsnip soup how can it take two hours i don't know um, <laughs> you did that. i don't know i know two hours an hour and a half something like that. um yeah and i can you know i can reveal that it was quite possibly one of the most disappointing soups i've ever eaten not inedible but oh, not that's good thing. i mean you know only just not inedible um but like how can you make I really just got like I don't know what happened and I think what mostly annoyed me was the fact that I had set aside this time I was like brilliant yes I could do all sorts of things I'm gonna do this thing for myself mm -hmm. um and yeah and it was a disaster basically I mean to say I have eaten some of it I've also frozen some of it because I'm thinking that maybe I'll forget and, How bad um, <laughs> and I'll take it out of the freezer and be like oh yummy soup I made for myself <laughs> Um, but yeah, I did then begrudgingly. So I made it on the Saturday, and then on Monday and Tuesday, that was my lunch, and I just sort of sat there going, Yeah, ah, lovely, so happy with this soup. Um, yeah, so that was my little wind of sort of when you set aside do something nice for yourself and yeah. work out how you thought. It's always really soul destroying, though, when you've set aside time or when you've actually, like you said, you've taken it's slower to actually do a recipe properly and put your love into it, and you're doing it, and it tastes horrible. I mean, I've done it and it's just sold. My best recipes or my best food is when I'm just knocking it together. When I'm just throwing it together, it always comes up well. When I sit there and take too much time to measure and really care, yeah. like, it doesn't go well. It doesn't go well. I just need to wing it basically again. See, winging it, Alice. Yeah. Wing it. But you have yes. Been yes which we'll probably like then we said it's almost like a topic in itself that for some reason all my wins seem to be work related. So clearly I need to get a life and stop working so much that's you know you could look at it from that point of view yeah um because this week i was super excited and so happy it was just gave you know, that kind of like mm, feeling when you finally do something that's been on your list for probably like a year and a half i actually tidied up my linkedin profile which i know is really sad but for about a year and a half <laughs> blank face i know blank. <laughs> but for, for me such joy because for about a year and a half i've kind of 
I've been doing my business, I've been working full time, and I've definitely been doing some good things, but I haven't had clarity on where my business was going or, or who I was or what I was doing. I mean, God, I've been like midlife crisis moment for sure. And then suddenly, I think over Christmas and the beginning of this new year, suddenly it clicked of what I want to be doing and where my business is going. And actually, this is who I am. And I'm just going to be on that path now. So I've been yeah. doing that with all my kind of social media and things and making sure things go out. Yeah, just kind of very much of who I am. But to then tidy up my LinkedIn profile to reflect that, because before it was like, I do this, this and this. No, I don't. I Then over here, it was it was bonkers reading it. I mean, my about section was so long, it was ridiculous. And finally, I've done it all. I've put all my work on there. And it just, oh, it just like cleaning the closets, which comes on to the next kind of podcast we might be talking about shortly. But it was that whole when you clear out things, you feel so yeah. much freer. So like now I know that that's done. I feel freer. I also then did my Pinterest account and the fact that that's now all fresh and done. It's just like, oh, weight lifted. And now I can just add to it. And last night I also did my blogs and edited every single blog I've done, which is nearly 60 so far and went back through and changed and make sure everything's all in sync. So again, yes, this comes back to the fact that I'm a saddo who has no life. So there we go. Okay, I wouldn't say you're sad though. I think you're you are driven. I am, but I just need to get more bad English, more better. What's that? You more need, time. You need a night out. Yes, basically. <laughs> I need to see people, the real world. <laughs> exactly. Which is fine because we're gonna go now. I'm starting to feel better. I had a night planned out for all of us and friends and things in um, in my village. So we're gonna do that again. I need to get the date back out and I'm starting to feel better because yes, I need to be out in the real world but it was a good win and I think the motto is when you tidy and clean things out like cleaning out the closet it just makes you feel more organized it gives your head more space and you just feel better so yeah. there you go that's my good win for the week okay I know I can't. Okay. so that's all right I think we're done for this week I think that's it okay well then it's a goodbye and uh, I don't know maybe we've inspired some people to either make a uh, nice soup or um you know <laughs> exactly exactly do it better than us eh? exactly and i hope everybody enjoys valentine's day absolutely lots of love to everyone right see you next time yeah bye you've been listening to not your typical mums follow us on instagram and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts see, see you, you next, next friday, friday.